everybody to another episode of Land Scurve Live. Land Scurve. Just remember, if you don't see this YouTube channel up, you have to always go to LanceScurve.com. Same name with .com. LanceScurve.com. There's a lot of mayhem and chaos on this channel behind the scenes that you just won't see. I've been walking on the edge for a long time. And I have to say, you're going to have to read between the lines on this particular topic tonight. I don't know how long I'm going to stay on it. It might be 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, maybe an hour. I don't know. And if I'm up to it later on, I'll do another one. We're just going to come rapid fire, read between the lines. This world is getting crazy. So many of us all over the world. And I will also say in the UK, in America, where I was born and raised. See, I'm in West Africa right now, and it's a different vibe. But when I look at America now from a distance, I can see so much more. But we're talking about German daycare centers. Why are we talking about German daycare centers? Well, something was forwarded to me, and I kind of did a little research and I said, we need to talk about this. Now, I'm going to remove this banner and I'm going to share the screen. Bear with me. I want to show you something so people don't say, oh, you're just saying this. Oh, it's just you're making this up for hits. I don't get any hits anyway. <laughs> so, so why am I hung up on that? Okay, I think we have the right layout. Let me remove this banner. I'll put the banner back. Okay, here it is. Daycare promotes sexual exploration rooms where kids can, I'm not even going to say the word. Do you see the word there? Master? Master? Bait? Play sexual games. German daycare centers are under fire for promoting sexual exploration rooms that, that, that offer toddlers freedom to try out childish sexuality. Find me these people. Find me these people. You know, I'm not even going to say this is a sickness. This is evil. And you tell me demons don't exist. Hollywood has us going around, looking around for this demon with horns on its head. The devil with the horns. No. Maybe in some quantum dimension that might be there. I'm not doubting that because what you see in Hollywood oftentimes is inspired, especially when you see evil things from the occult in those doors that you should not open. But I'm not going to say 
say that this is sick. Because when you're sick, you can be cured of the sickness now, can't you? So why are so many people sick with this thing? No, it's evil because as much as they have had us wear masks, take these jabs. Boxers take jabs, YouTube, so you can't tell me exactly what I'm saying. So I'm telling everybody to read between the lines. If it is a sickness, find me the cure. I can't say certain words like K-I-L-L-Cool-J-K-I-L-L. I can't. I can say delete. These evil entities should be deleted, gone. We need to bring back a just society. Now we know in America, for us as melanated black African people, it has never been a just society. But it, it, this is something that we can't tolerate. It's happening over in, in Germany. Okay, now I don't know how to pronounce this word, but they said freedom to try out childish sexuality. The German newspaper Die Weight, sounds like, reported Tuesday. Two nurseries in the German state of North Rhine-Westphalia. <laughs> Westphalia, it sounds like pedo <laughs> Westphalia, or phallic symbol, are considered considering rooms where children can masturbate and discover and satisfy themselves physically per the outlet. What? What? Unbelievable. Now, let me see if I can switch over to another one. Okay, it basically says the same thing, but let me roll with this. Give me a second to hit this button because I want to bring, I want to bring the proof. I want to bring the receipts. Okay, I got to stop sharing with this one, which means I got to put this banner up again. And I'll knock this one out because we already saw it. Okay, stop sharing. Okay, now I'm going to knock this off. Just bear with me. I just want to bring the receipts and then we're going to free flow into this madness and chaos and try to dissect it and make some. No, I'm not trying to try to make sense of this. I'm just saying make sense of what we need to be doing. Because we still have the power. We still, we still have the ability to stop certain things. But these things are just brewing up and our priorities as a people. Look, right now, this is for everybody, but I'm focusing on us as a people, right? If you are righteous and you understand how I'm talking, because see, lots of times we're going to be the ones that are targeted. All those young girls taken out in Washington, D.C., where are they? Gone. But we're more concerned with sports. We're more concerned with the Super Bowl. We're more concerned with the World Series. We're more concerned with tennis and hockey and boxing. And I love boxing, but I'll throw boxing down if it could save a life. You see what I mean? Boxing is my soap opera. The business of boxing, not just two guys duking it out. Okay, here we go. Let's just... I'm so pissed right now. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Okay, here we go. Let me, let me, let me, let me. Okay, let me see. This is it. Okay, that's it right there. Let's share it. Uh, I'm kind of upset when I see this because I'm really going to go in on this right now. Let me remove this banner. This should be it. 
Okay, here we go. Same thing. Daycare promotes sexual exploration rooms where kids can masturbate, play sexual games. Oh, I said the word then, right? Oh, well. Oh, hell. Okay, let's go where I can read this a little better. German daycare centers are under fire for promoting sexual exploration rooms that offer toddlers freedom to try out childish sexuality. It's basically, oh no, it's the same article. It's just a different um, online newspaper. You see the pictures there? I mean, okay, they're not doing that there, but they had the nerve to take pictures, photos of, of, of minors to illustrate this. Don't put my kid inside this thing. Do they get permission to put the children in there? Is that society so sick? Listen, I'm going to tell you something too, right? As a young man, and sometimes things pop up on my screen, we've looked at porn. You know, you're young and you're like, oh, I want to see that. What are they doing? Oh, man, she looks good. Look what she's doing. Oh, she's freaky. But we were still of age. But in our explorations as older adolescents coming into manhood, we, I, I kind of noticed that the German porn was off the chain. They were into some sick stuff. You see, when the VCR first came out, we had Betamax and had the VHS. Betamax had better quality. VHS was more popular. And I'm going to tell you right now, and I've read this several places, that the reason why VCRs got so popular and Betamax had faded off was because of porn. It wasn't because of Star Wars. It wasn't because of science fiction movies. It wasn't because of The Godfather. We saw those things already. Old episodes of Star Trek. We didn't have cable for the most part. But anytime you have a new, how can I put it, bit of technology, there's something in there that drives it of the sexual realm, but they don't broadcast that. Don't you think it was popular because you don't have to go to a, a shop anymore or somewhere in Times Square or the red light district anymore. You can just go and order your stuff and jack away in the comfort of your bedroom or living room. This is what they want for children. Let me just remove this. I'm getting sick of seeing this right now. Let me just put the banner back. But I, had, I do have one more thing I want to show you. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Okay. Um, and this has nothing to do with that. Let's segue and come on back because this is this is a freestyle right now. It's what it is. Okay, let, let, let me see. How do I do this now? Okay, hold on. Hold on with me. Because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get down in it right now. <sighs> okay. It's a video file. No video file. I'm not looking for a video file. I, I'm I'm kind of angry right now, you know. Okay, present. Okay, um, ch -ch 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 -ch. let's stop this screen. Let me just do what I did before and knock this whole thing out. Bear with me, family. Bear with me. Okay, now we're going to present, share screen. That's what I had to do. And I want to bring it on up because I'm going to tie all these things in together. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, there it is. There it is. There it is. And walk right out of the joint. <laughs> All right, let me show you this one. Okay, just to show you how real things can be. <sighs> Nambla, you probably heard me talk about this before. I'm going to tie all this in. I'm just throwing this out so I don't have to do the share screen thing anymore. Can you see that? Nambla, y'all, North American Man Boy Love Association. 
If I'm correct, this has been around since the 60s, possibly. The, look, look at the picture of the boys playing tug of war, all right? All of this stuff. And they, these people running this organization are so politically connected. And many of them who are affiliated with this movement have political pull and power connected to the United States government. Now, if you don't see Lance Gerv on YouTube anymore, I'm going to have to put this up on Rumble or whatever. You know, LanceGerv.com is where you'll see everything. And there will, will be something that I talk about that I'll never go on YouTube with because they got a bounty out for me and I ain't scared. Somehow, someway, I will talk. Remember, Lance Gerber's on SoundCloud, uh, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um, what's the other one? It, just every damn thing. I'm all over the place. Just Google it. You'll find me. But you'll always find everything on LanceCurve.com. I don't want to hear, I, I, I couldn't find you. Where were you? I'm going to say this on multiple podcasts and YouTube videos because it ain't going to be long. You know what I mean? Anyway, North American Man Boy Love Association. They are highly organized. Okay, look, look. Since 1978. Right there. Since 1978. And even around that time, when I was about 15 years old, this is about right. We were hanging out in Times Square. I'm not going to lie. We went to the peep shows and looking at the big breasts. And Look, we, 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 we got hormones. We're normal young men, man. I admit to these things. I was a likable young man. I was never lewd or disrespectful. And some of the guys I hung out with, we just... Let's go see this. Let's go see that. So we were of age. Well, I wasn't really of age, but I was a big boy, <laughs> right? Trying to get my muscles on, right? I paint on a little uh, mustache. See a young lady. Can I have your eyebrow pencil, please? And okay, boom. Put a little hat on. Flex up. Do a few push-ups. You're gone, gone, gone inside. Anyway, we were kind of hanging out, eating food, talking to girls, going to peep shows. Good, clean fun, right? Compared to what goes on today, right? No methamphetamine crack or whatever. Good, clean fun. So we were on our way. The older fellows that I hung out with, they usually drove. Oftentimes I took the train, but they were driving. So I came along. And I said, listen, before we get in the car, let me go take a leak. So I believe it was on 8th Avenue above 42nd Street. It might have been 42nd, 40, not 42nd, between 42nd, 43rd, 43rd, 40, 44th. I don't know if this office was there, but I went into this uh, recessed doorway that smelled and reeked of urine. So there were other people who utilized that doorway um, long before me. And as I'm sitting there relieving myself and answering the call to nature, I saw a sign on the door. And there was a little, uh, how can I put it? It was a little glass, reinforced glass, because you put the wires in there. So if someone tried to beat it in, they couldn't really break the glass. And the sign above it said Nambla. And I said, wait a second. Nambla? It didn't mean anything to me, but I saw the fine print. It said North American Man Boy Love Association. So I shook my head. And I said, no, 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 no. It can't be that. Look, I was a seasoned veteran at 15. I was already hopping the train from 12 years old, going down into Times Square. You know, I, I ain't going to lie, I was a good kid, but sometimes I wanted to see them things out there, right? I couldn't go into these places, but the lights attracted me, the excitement, 
the, the electricity in the old Times Square. If you go to Times Square now, you're not going to experience the old Times Square because it's been Disneyfied. Disney took over and cleaned it up. The gritty gritty was was dope. Trust me. I wish I had cameras and stuff back then because I, I would have a hell of a documentary right now. It was something intriguing. A lot of bad things went on in that area. We had pimps and prostitutes and dope dealers, nonviolent at that time, pretty much. The addicts, the kooks, the weirdos, you know what I mean? Nambla. So I'm thinking this is some type of adoption agency, North American Man Boy Love Association. I'm thinking like Man Boy Love, well, maybe these are boys who lost their parents and they need a, you know, it was a mentoring thing, right? It was mentoring, all right, but in a whole different way than I thought. So here I am, forgot about it. I get a copy of the Village Voice. I always used to love to read the Village Voice because they cursed in there and they told you the real deal about New York City and beyond. It was real. I don't think they still have. I think they discontinued now, but the Village Voice spawned so many other newspapers like it. The alternative news, right? And they didn't. They, they had no breaks, and they had good writers, good people out on the field. If I was in New York City right now, doing what I do, I'd probably be, be writing and doing, a, you know, little uh, journalistic journalistic investigations on different things in New York. If I was in New York right now, trust me, I'll be lighting it up on fire. I saw an article on Nambla, and it broke it down. And this was back in 78. It was about two or three weeks, maybe a month after I saw that sign. And I couldn't believe it. So I knew about this thing. We didn't have the internet as it is now. It was a governmental thing, right? But as I got older, that wasn't the first and foremost thing on my mind. But after a while, you search this thing and you come up with this website, North American Man Boy Love Association. So political, political power, influence in the go-to website for anybody legit who wants to dip their toe into the world. You see it again, the picture there, right? Sex, relationships, those type of things that are evil with boys. And I don't know um, because I set this up tonight, but I heard somehow, some way that they may try to lower the age of consent. Don't don't hold me to this now. It may not even be in America. I'm going to research that and I'm going to, I'm going to stay on Look, I'm going to curse a little bit. I'm going to stay on the ass, not in the way they like, but in the way they won't like. All right. Oh, scurve. He said he's going to stay on our ass. No, 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 not no Nambler style. Now, if you into steel toe boots, sure. I'm going to be up in that ass. All right. I have to say it that way. Let me uh, put this banner up and um, I have no other sites to share, but I had to offer proof. Um, proof is in the pudding on um, what, what's going on in the world out here. But going back now to the German daycare centers, okay? They always pride Germany in being advanced, right? Advanced in technology, advanced in so many areas of expertise that we learn from them. You know, German engineering. Yeah, we'll give them that. But sometimes with that brilliance, comes, walks into certain paths, going down certain roads, 
opening certain doors that you're not supposed to open up. Evil. Why is there no protest about this article and this information? Why do you want to make it where these children, they're children, younger than what you see in the banner. I did not want to put young, 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 you know, it would not be in a compromising position, but I wouldn't want a parent that wouldn't approve of a Google image that I use. Why'd you put my kid up there for an article like that? Well, they can still say the same thing here, but it's nothing suggestive. So I'm saying that these children in this photo, in this visual, have nothing to do with this topic. Okay? But I had to put something up. Maybe I could have had somebody with a bigger hand holding the child's hand. Maybe. But I'm not trying to exploit anything. I just want you to see what's going on. Because, see, we're so distracted by so many other things that these seeds are planted and put out there. Subtly, who would have found this article? Maybe it's to be circulated around certain people, right? But but why is it as much political stuff that we argue over? We're not arguing over this because whether you're Republican, Democrat, conservative, libertarian, independent, whatever it may be, I don't think anybody in their right mind would agree with this. Now, I'm not going to say it as an attack because YouTube will say, well, it's hate speech and you're bringing up people's names. But this president here, he's suspect. And you know why. Look, there's a certain way that you have to carry on around children. And you sitting up there in front of the camera on national TV, hugging up and trying to kiss up on these kids. There's something creepy with you, Joe. There's something wrong with you. Unbelievable. And, and we just did, oh, he's just an old man who, you know, he loves kids. Let me tell you something. When I used to work for the bus company in Orlando named Lynx, there was a veteran bus driver who was a weirdo. Before I even knew what he was doing, he, I knew he was a weirdo. And he had this nervous, he would talk, yeah, today I, I saw, <laughs> he creeped me out. I was, I was staring at him like I was Mr. T. Something was off about him. Get away from me before I even found out. I, I saw, and I heard this out of his mouth. The guy had been driving the bus for like 30 years. And you know what he was doing? He'd keep a camera and he would win the trust of the passengers. And he's like, oh, she's such an angel. He's such an angel. Can I take a picture? <laughs> he had this nervous thing like, what the hell wrong with him? Like nasal hiccups or something like that, right? And, and when he would see a child, he get this nervous tick. When there was no child around, no nervous tick. That's suspect. That's suspect. So he would talk about all of the beautiful angels that he took pictures of over the years. And these people would, oh, have you seen my, my, my niece and my nephew? Oh, my God. An angel. He probably had to wear diapers because he was probably coming in his pants. Sick. And evil. I'll throw sick in there with evil, but it has to be evil first. Because that's a that's an evil mind. But that's something that we say, oh, it's just sick. He's sick. Well, let's put him out of his misery and end the sickness. You sick? You, that's what you call it? Then sicknesses can spread. Because they damn sure do when you start playing around with children. Look, we know 
as men. You're driving down the street. You see a shapely young lady. Oh, no, you see her face. Uh-uh, she might be 17 years old or 16 years old. All of a sudden, that feeling cuts because we have in an age of consent, 18 years old, some who push themselves off as older. But, but I have never, ever been, even when I was 18 into real, I was never into women my own age. 25, 30, we rocking. But there was never no borderline type stuff going on. And as I got older, the age went up. <laughs> and, I mean, the same age or up. Because what, what is it about this where people want to encourage now? It's bad enough when you're a pedo. And remember the blue, the blue, uh, uh, this uh, a triangle thing, like an old bent-up coat hanger? That's the official pedophile sign. So if you see something, it could even be a circle twisted around in like that, right? But if you, if you see, and there's another one that's a butterfly, be very careful. And they have found companies in different areas that real small will put that somewhere faded or in a way where you see it. So if it's a big company and we, you know, hire Hire pedophiles. You know what I mean? We're pedophile friendly. And why I say coming to America soon? Because everything that the world does, we want to bring it in and make evil fair seeming. We, 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 we just want to be this, what they call progressive. No, I don't, I don't want to be progressive if that's progressive. Bring me back the old way. I'm even sick of a lot of things right now that have robbed us of the flavor of the older days, yes, we had racism, we had wars, we had crime, we had people killing each other, we had people having nervous breakdowns, we had everything that we have today, but to me, it had to be a little less. That's a little less. I remember back in Queens back in the day, back in the 70s, you could walk all night. Me and my friends would come out of the gym, we'd have our bicycles, we'd walk, 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 walk from Richmond hill all through jamaica all down liberty avenue all the way to st albans all the way through cambria heights springfield gardens late at night we didn't hear no gunshots we we, we saw girls yelling at us because we had muscles oh come over here let's talk it was fun the music was fun we got along things did happen people did get shot and killed but it was usually for something and so with all the senseless killing that i see now the crazy drive-bys. Why can't we reserve some of that for some of them? Some of that for some of them. I had to say it this way, read between the lines, y'all. We're killing each other for stupid reasons. But what about that one that touches our sons and touches our daughters? And that's death. Because they can never be what they're supposed to be without a great amount of healing. It'll take a lifetime of healing, almost a lifetime of healing. And these dudes who are doing this, why? See, it's not about sex. It, it, it's almost like a pre-rape. It is a rape lots of times when they're doing this, right? But just to even light touching, that is a rape. You're not supposed to be doing that. You're, you're imprinting things in their mind. It's like a cake, and I don't want to 
come under fire for comparing a cake to a child. But this is just an analogy. You put the cake in the oven, right? I don't know how long the cake, depending on what it is, you made it from scratch, made it from Betty Crock, I don't know, but it's supposed to stay in there for a certain amount of time. And you're still supposed to watch it because the cake will rise and fall. Let's just say, I don't know, 45 minutes, 30 minutes, I don't know. You're supposed to pre, it's a preparation involved. And you're supposed to follow everything down to the letter of the law. And so when the cake is done and you take it up the pan and you turn it upside down and put it on that little stand that, that, that the cakes go on and you let it cool down, you cover it up and let it cool down. And then you put the icing on the cake. Then you put the sprinkles on the cake. Then you put that little thing where you squeeze out of the tube and it's like, you know, whirly, whirly, twirly, twirly, all the way around. Whichever way you want to decorate it, the, the cake is done, but you're dressing it up now. And you still let it sit there for a while and you put that glass lid over the stand and you let it sit. Then you go on preparing your dinner. You know, it could be Thanksgiving for those who, you know, I mean, Thanksgiving should be every day, giving the thanks to the creator, not Thanksgiving for being enslaved in America when somebody else had you captive and you're celebrating that. Remember where we were when Thanksgiving was first brought in. But, you know, black people don't care. Thanksgiving, man. I'm gonna eat me some. Give me some of that pork. Woo! Like a cranberry sauce. Woo! And yeah, macaroni and cheese and 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 uh, banana pudding and whatever. Yeah, that's why you look like you in your third trimester of pregnancy, eating all that slop, getting up in the middle of the night in front of the daggone refrigerator, and you tiptoe to the refrigerator because you don't have no plans on getting a plate and dishing yourself up. So yeah, probably naked. Got your drawers on, belly hanging down, and you start eating food out the fridge, drinking out the containers, you nasty slob. It's crazy out here in this world how we don't get upset at these things. And why I spoke about the cake. Now, what happens if after five minutes you take the cake that was whipped up and put in the oven and you take it out? You take it out too soon. You introduce it to the cooler atmosphere, but it hasn't baked yet. That cake will never be right. If you put it back in real quick and realize your mistake, you still got to do something remedial to bring it back up because once you take that cake out and it falls, it's done. You ain't putting no icing on that. So with our children, it's a process. And the biggest part of the process is protecting them from these evil people. And you can't turn your back one second. I remember when I used to drive the bus again in Orlando, Florida. And going down International Drive was a route called the 8 route. The number 8. And every now and then, because I was, I was a 21 guy. I did the 21 all the time. I went through Universal, went through some of the hoods. Tangelo Park, Washington Shores, uh, 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 Ivy Lane, Carver Shores. Come on, y'all. Richmond Heights, right? So I know what I'm talking about. I did that route for many years, and I know many of the people there. Some of y'all probably listen to this or will hear this. So if you didn't know me, like, damn, he really knows this stuff because I was out there. And when we got, got on the eight route, we got down. Oh, God, what's this? Forgetting the streets, but I don't forget the route. There's a hotel there now. And many of you who have gone to Orlando remember a place called Wet and Wild. It was a water park. 
And it didn't seem like it was big from the outside. But when you went in there, I said, man, it's pretty sizable here. And they had to have cameras aimed at the male and female bathrooms. Why? Because you had pedophiles sitting next to the bathrooms. Now, what they were trying to pull off, I don't know. But they had a problem with that. And they would have security there after a while, but they couldn't help it. It was like a, a stray dog hanging around in the KFC parking lot waiting for you to throw bones out of the window. They're just waiting. So were they titillating themselves? Yes, they were. With the possibility of, wow, look at that little girl. Look at that little boy. They couldn't do anything. But they did catch people trying to go in and bum rush that bathroom. And they got them in time and arrested them. Is the urge for this evil that strong? It's demonic. How could you not believe in demonic forces in this world? When you have something like this, stop thinking about what Hollywood puts out there. And maybe they look like that what's inside of them. But that's who they are. Those are your demons. And we have all different types roaming the earth. Thinking about things they should not be thinking about. And we call it sickness. Yeah, we can say that to a point. But if you claim that you're sick and you do that, I got the cure for you. You won't wake up tomorrow. You won't even breathe too long. And I don't need any weaponry for that. I can use my bare hands. That's the way it should be. You need to struggle with this thing and take those thoughts out your head or you make a move, you're gone. Plain and simple. Our society in America, it's too permissive. It smacks them on the wrist. But back in the day, if you were caught with a little bit of crack cocaine, you got a full sentence over those who may have the actual cocaine because it was designed to lock us up. And there are a lot of good men who fell down on, 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 on bad times, selling things and whatever. And they're still up there, their whole life taken away. But yet and still, we have people amongst us of all races now. I'm not saying that we don't have that in our race. We do. And I feel the same way. You're not getting a pass for that. Imagine that. Well, you a black brother, man. You know, no, 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 no. I hold you to a higher standard. And, and, of course, this thing has always been around. It has always been around. There's always these uncles and these, these, these cousins and, and whatever, and it's not just the men. Again, it happened to me when I was five years old from a woman, my second cousin in her 30s. I tell it, and it over-sexualized me. It was no good. But see, our society will say, oh, 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 you getting all the girlfriends, man. You, 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 you bad. You something. But I didn't know. We playing games with the candy and she's laying, babysitting me, laying back on the couch in a little slip. I didn't know nothing about no, oh, man, that titty looked good. Oh, them legs. But I was imprinted. And the little peppermint candy I had to find, she put it under her legs, she put it under, and then the game kept going on, right? Now I had to use my mouth to find the candy. And where did she put the candy? I'm being graphic, I'm sorry, I have to say it, because women do it too, 
damn near as much, if not more. The candy was under her clit, and I had to use my mouth to find it. But I, she told me, well, some of the candy uh, was, is in my skin, and you have to keep on sucking it out. And then she'd flip over, and the candy's in her butt. I had to get it, too. So it twisted me. I know why I am the way I am, but I would never do that to a child. But the grown women enjoyed the experiences that I had from very young. You see what I mean? And so even when I was 14, 15, I went for that with the older women because I was imprinted with that. And they didn't mind. I wasn't telling. But if it made me imbalanced because I was introduced to that and it should have been a thing Okay, we have a little lust and we play around as teenagers, but it should have been a thing of love. It should have been balanced with love. And I was searching for love. And I did a whole lot of searching. Believe you me. But I understand that. I understand why I was promiscuous and had to struggle with that most of my life. You know what I mean? And when they say you're kind of attractive and you got these muscles, and what you got these women, man, church ladies, man, yo, half of y'all ain't S-H-I-T. Could you come over and um, help me move a few of the heavy things around my yard? And I knew the game, too, and I wanted to. I'm going to help you move a whole lot more than that. You understand? But with young girls, it's different, y'all. And they can become over-sexualized when they get older. Why do you think we have so much of our young girls coming up to womanhood that they call thoughts? I'm not saying that's what they are, but the term thought means thirsty hole over there. Because a lot of these young girls have been touched and oftentimes they'll go one way or the other way. They'll be extreme with the over-sexualization or they'll be extremely introverted and have no, uh, no desire to go that way. A lot, I'm not saying all, will turn to lesbianism because they can't trust the man, right? So whatever normal feelings they have within them, they'll direct it at a woman. Now, some will disagree with me. I'm not trying to say that's the only reason because I've known lots of lesbians in my life also, right? But we, we, we can't get it right lots of times with our sexuality. You have men who have swooped down on young boys. And the young boys struggle with this thing now because as they get older, they see the women and they, they try to be with them. But see, when you have a first experience in your life, we always subconsciously go back to that thing and we will hate it sometimes. But that's the very thing we go back to loving. That's the very thing that turns us on the most. It didn't turn us on as children, but that spirit was transferred over and it was put into us. And that's the evil of it. See, it's not just uh, the touching and what. No, it's worse than that because this is a spiritual thing that people have to struggle with. Look at the pastor from, was it North Carolina, South Carolina, whatever, that just got busted. And he'd been doing this thing with this other guy and probably other guys too, right? And I guess he was married, had children, had to apologize. 
whatever's put on you from young, it follows you for the rest of your life. So if you can face it and have a support system and speak about it and blow them bastards up who did that to you, blow them up. But see, sometimes, and I'm not calling any of our young children dogs. I'm just using an example. Another analogy just hit me. When you have a young dog and you, whether from birth or, or you purchased a dog or somebody had puppies and they gave you a dog or two and this little puppy's so innocent and everything, but as the puppy gets older and becomes a full-grown, full-blown dog, you have to discipline the dog to not do certain things. So they'll just knock everything over, jump up in your plate, whatever, right? And so as that dog gets older, Older, it might be big enough, it might be a pit bull, might be a Rottweiler, might be a German Shepherd. It can rip you up. You lay in the bed sleeping, the dog's in the house. It can decide, ah, you whipped me early, I'm going to bite you up, right? But it doesn't do that because of the fear that was put into that dog when it was small, so it still feels small. So this thing that's in our mind when we are molested, we still feel like the little child that's helpless, that was afraid to say anything. Maybe the fear was put, you better not tell what we're doing because they're going to blame you. You're a child. You don't know. You don't want to be blamed for this. You know this is not right. It don't feel right. So you hold this thing for your whole life. And I'm going to say, when I saw that older cousin come around and she was here in America illegally. She was one of the illegal aliens that worked and you had so much more than that work jobs and under the table and stuff like that. But she really was a very attractive woman, not because she imprinted that into me, but she had a shape, a pretty face, shapely legs. And when I was a teenager and didn't really remember these things, I struggled because I was like, I'd see her sitting there. She always would show her legs with the, not many, many skirts, but something a little too high that when she sat down, you saw the shape of it. She was thick. And I'd glance at her and I'd feel bad because I said, man, I'm looking at her in a sexual way and this is not right. I was almost self-destructing from within. I struggled with that, why I looked at her and saw her that way. And it wasn't until many years later that it came to me deep meditation. And I had a conversation with a young lady who really brought it out of me. And I realized what had happened and it came rushing into my mind. And that's why I looked at her that way because I was doing stuff with her. And it was a spiritual connection that shouldn't have been. See, we hear the word spiritual and we think, oh, it's something good. Drug dealers are spiritual. You know why? When they're on the corner and they see somebody looking to cop drugs, Guess what? They can tell. It's not even just the herky-jerky movements. You might be the dude in a suit. You know, nice gold watch on, you know, all this stuff. A functional addict. And they know. See? Oh, yeah, he coming over here. I bet you he's coming to cop some drugs. I can tell. It's a spiritual thing. Animals in the wild are spiritual. We call it instincts. But they have a level of awareness that goes beyond. And they can 
sense things. They're spiritual. But see, we hear spiritual and don't realize that demons are riding out on the same frequencies. They may not be a good energy, but it's spiritual. Of course. The demons come to you through these people trying to tempt you to do things. You have demonic women who look damn good. You're trying to go home to your wife and, and, and you know, you see certain things and they're trying to get money out of you or they're just trying to break stuff up. And it's like, oh, my God, depending on your level of commitment and strength. See what I mean? Because women have always been my weakness. I admit that. I bear my soul. I don't care. I'm telling you, maybe somebody can come to terms with themselves by me being so open. There was never no cocaine with me. There was never no weed with me. I like to eat food, and sometime back in the day, between training, I'd eat some junk food, but other than it was not, no, man. It was the intrigue of what was under that dress. Imprinted in the way that was given to me at five years old. See, she was sitting on the couch. I prefer the couch over the bed. Why? I used to think, why is it better for me that way than, you know what I mean? That's why. That's where that stuff took place. So those things still influence us. Even when we feel maybe we got over it or we didn't know about it. And we just have these fetishes out of nowhere. But lots of times, even a visual will cause us to have a fetish. So these people who are in Germany with these daycare centers proposing that we have masturbation rooms for kindergartners. And up. Like them saying, well, we won't allow uh, any objects pushed into any orifice. Like, okay, no problem. You're not going to enter them with a, it's okay. So they can get naked and touch each other. Like that makes it better. Oh, here's a Band-Aid for a gunshot wound. What kind of mess is that? I don't understand it. So what do you hope to get when children should be taught the fundamentals of surviving in the world give them the basic education and beyond. The sexuality will come. It, it will eventually, after the cake is baked and the icing is put on and the sprinkles are put on, it, it will be there. Why are you pushing this? It's evil. Look, I'm going to say it. This push... For this alphabet group. I didn't say which one. I still got to talk between the lines. They've taken over the damn alphabet. It'll be the A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. <laughs> for all the way to Z. Because they keep coming with extra letters. Can we, can we, I don't even look at rainbows no more. I, I get mad like, damn it, they didn't take that over. That's something from the creator, a phenomenal bent light. How they take that over? How, who decided that? Because, see, there's rainbows everywhere. And now when we see a rainbow, the first thing we think, we see a nice rainbow over the mountainside, right? Ain't got nothing to do with that mess, right? And the first thing, I'm not saying that's the first thing, because I reject that. It's not taking over my mind. But you see how they hijack that, that symbolism, and children see it on a, on a bumper sticker? Mommy, mommy, that's the LGBTQ. Not even like it's a rainbow. It's a rainbow. And they're hijacking things. It's just like I learned from reading a book. You know, I'm always into books and stuff on creative stuff. Right now, I'm 
reading the book on how to brand with colors and and how certain forms and shapes, you know, to make something that is unique as far as a logo is concerned or or some type of thing for your brand, you have to kind of take from something that's already there and make it yours in your way. You see what I mean? So this is what they did. They Look, it's wickedly brilliant what they did. Them mother suckers. I said suckers. I ain't say that for it. I said those mother suckers. <laughs> Them mother suckers hijacked a whole rainbow. You could be in Pakistan. You could be in Chile. You could be in the Shia. You could be in Canada. You could be in Japan. I saw da, 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 rainbow, LGBTQ, and this thing is all over. See, them buggers open the door. Because to me, whatever you want to do behind closed doors, you can do. What do you mean rights? Rights to push it on people? And look what's coming behind it. Because now you're all out in the open and you can do whatever you want to do in this permissive society. And there's always a next person or next group that wants their rights. So this world has been shrunken down to nothing. Yeah, I can't walk around the globe in one shot. But what I mean on a mental level, information travels and seeds are planted. And somewhere in America, there's somebody who would love to have a daycare where the children can touch themselves. And, and how do you get aroused? You don't even have hormones. How can they masturbate? Look, when you masturbate, pretty much most of the people here have done it. They're not going to admit it. It ain't like I ain't do it. I'm being raw tonight, right? You're thinking things. What could children be thinking of? You just got here. Why are you imprinting their brain to be permissive and open in such a way? So they're going to have some homo masturbatory rooms or guys go in there and just, you know, circle jerk. And I can't believe when I first found out what a circle jerk was, I was in Midtown Manhattan. I was working for an architect as an apprentice, Paul Friedberg, Google the name. He's one of the best architects out there. He did most of the structures for the Chinese Olympics and all that stuff. And it was a less than a year, but I think it was back in 85. Right. And we took a break that was right there by Columbus Circle in Manhattan, Central Park West. I think it was like 62nd Street. I think that building is torn down now. But he's still alive. He's real old, but he took care of himself. Anyway, we all used to go out and get little breaks and stuff like that. And I'm down in the street and I wanted to call somebody. Remember, there was no cell phones like that. I mean, you had to be rich. They have some kind of big behind shoebox size cell phone, usually a car phone or whatever. So... I made the call. I could have made it up in the office, but I said, I want to make this call right now. It's time. I want, I want to catch the person before they leave. So I'm in there in the public telephone. I think it was right there on 62nd Street in the corner, right there near Columbus Circle. But they, you know how they have, uh, they, they take these um, sheets of paper and they'll print something up about what it is and they'll clip the phone number. They'll write the phone number on the bottom of the paper like, 15, 20 times vertical, and they clip it 
so you can rip off the phone number and have the phone number. Well, that was one of those moves that was up there with tape. And a lot of the numbers were ripped off. It was like two hanging. And so I'm on the phone and, and, and my eyes focused. And it said, we are having a circle jerk. <laughs> it's a so-and-so, whatever, someplace, some loft or whatever. And they gave the address if interested, you know. And I don't think most people knew what that was. You know what I mean? There's one Jamaican guy that was there. He was working with us. I said, man, what is this? Man, I know what that is. You know, it might be like jerk chicken. I said, I don't know, man. So we went back up to the um, office and stuff. And it was a fruity guy that was up there, right? So we were laughing about the circle jerk, right? We didn't know what it was. So it was a white guy. He was, oh, <laughs> you don't know what a circle jerk is? I said, no, what, what is that? Well, they have chairs. And you arrange the chairs in a circle. And it's all men. And if more men come, you have to make the circle bigger and have them sit. You can kind of sit next to who you want to sit next to. I said, what, what is it going to be, a speaker in the middle of something? Like, what is this? No, it's a gay thing. It's kind of new. And I'm like, what? And then you reach over to your right or to your left, and you fondle the man next to you. Usually you have to bring your own lubricant. I'm like, are you crazy? He said, no, it's real. I love circle jerks. Ah! I went to the bathroom, and I think I just threw up. I don't throw up. I'm like, the way he said it with this look on his face, like it was the best thing in the world. I'm like, Yo, these dudes, it's evil. First, I used to say sick, but this is evil. So what I'm saying is that because of the internet, these things are spreading really fast. And I'm going to explain to you something else that I spoke on maybe like a year ago. They have a, they have a, a, a social media platform called Mastodon. Mastodon. I think it's M-A-S-T-O-D-O-N or T-A-D-O-N. I think it's T-O. Google and search Mastodon pedophiles. Now, this platform, because, you know, I'm always looking for new platforms. I, oh, Mastodon, let me get on there before somebody takes my name, right? Because I have different pl uh, platforms. I got there. Lance Gerber's already taken. Who, you know, so I got to be on top of things. So I search these things constantly in, the, in how I can use it to further the reach of Lance Gerv, right? So I Googled it, and it was innocent, the first uh, search return. But down near three and four, Right, Because this wasn't so super popular mainstream, but it was super popular with the pedophiles. And you say to yourself, how could you be on there on social media? Because you have an IP address. You have people out there who can find you. And I don't know how to explain it, but it's like Twitter. Twitter is Twitter. Okay, they call it X now, right? What, what did Elon Musk uh, turn Muslim? <laughs> Elon X. <laughs> Malcolm X. But it's X now, right? And... I don't know the technicalities on how to explain it, but I'll, I'll explain it the best way I can. Within the whole platform, it's broken up into sub-platforms and sub-platforms below that that can't be traced somehow because it's not just one way you go there and find everybody. It's like a party that's split up into different houses miles apart at the same time. It's weird to think of it that way, but you can't. It's like when you cut a worm in half. Right? When you're a little kid, you cut a worm in half and both parts stay alive. You cut it in half again and those parts stay alive and move away like what the hell? Well, that's what Mastodon is. And it's very attractive to pedophiles. And it went from 
I think they said um, like 20,000, 30,000 users to so many hundreds of thousands of users a day. And they use their coded talk. So this shows you how many people out here are like this and they're using the internet. Even they're using Facebook and Instagram. And here we go on Facebook and we have this GPS feature that or, or location access or whatever they call it, right? And we forget to put these things off. And so here we are innocently uh, having a birthday party with the kids. And so there's a pedophile who might be searching those photos or searching you. They might know you or know your name, stand behind you in the Walmart or the Target supermarket for those international. Those are big box supermarkets, stores, not just food, but all kind of things. And they'll follow you around in, in, in the store and make sure they find themselves behind you so they can see what car you get into. Don't give them the phone and say, oh, you know, me and Brad, <laughs> your husband, right? We're going on vacation for a month, right? And so they have time to stake you out. They might even follow you. And if they find you, if you say your last name, they'll find you. They'll search you. They'll see you. They'll GPS you. They'll hang around your house. Just like guys that I knew who did home invasions or break-ins. It's not just random. They watch you. They do a job. They call it jobs. They break in successfully, get all your stuff, your valuables, sell it off somehow, and get a whole lot of money for it, right? Now they're satisfied. But while they did that job, they don't wait around until the money runs out. They have other jobs that they're watching. They're watching your rhythms. They're watching when you leave to go to work. They're watching to see maybe if you have a uniform where you work. Right? And they get to know you intimately. Okay, you're off on Saturdays. You're always doing your lawn. Okay, you don't close your window as much. I know what you like to watch. I know the movements of your family. And they will, while they're well-fed from the prior job, they'll sit there and watch your house. And there might be 10 houses they're watching before they move in on it. It might be 10 guys in their crew that they get together now. I've talked to guys who do this some people don't do it that way sometimes it's some random dude who may know you or may not know you and run up in your house and you got to understand too how long does it take to get into your home this is turning into something else i'm just saying that you have children it don't it shouldn't matter whether i'm talking about break-ins and stuff you got pedophiles who will find themselves and these people are bold you cannot say oh they won't do that they won't do this look how many people are out there that do this to children and they've never been caught. Never been caught. You don't know what's in somebody's heart. Well, we caught the pedophiles and we, they have to register. What about the ones who did it and never got caught? I feel that that's the majority. That's like saying, well, I had a good fishing day today and I caught a thousand fish. So you think all the fish in the ocean is just a thousand? It's a whole lot more. You better think about that. Better think about that because I remember when I worked in the jail, Orange County on 33rd Street, Orange County Corrections Department. And I worked in Area 1 the second year I was there. And in Area 1, you had pods. 
which basically like day rooms, right? And there were three pods in South Housing and three pods in North Housing. And in North Housing, you had the juveniles, the juvenile males, okay? And I worked in South Housing for the most part. We had three pods. We had a general population pod, which most of it was general, but you had different custody levels, right? I mean, a guy who murdered somebody is not going to be locked up with a guy who got locked up for not paying child support, right? Or, or just driving with no insurance or running away from an accident. You got to keep them separate, right? So we had a general population pod. Never really had much problems with those guys. We had uh, uh, what's the, um, special management. Those were the rough guys. They gave me that pod, but I loved it because I used human as my weapon to deal with them, to diffuse whatever tensions they, because these were the worst of the worst in the jail. So they were all right with me. I never had a problem. It was one man to a cell. You had to go three deep to just check on them because they might be cool with you for a month. At the end of the month, they're going to take a swing at you, right? I'm blessed to never really have or had those situations happen with me because I always kept my mouth running. They were so bedazzled by the talk I'd give them, the stories I would tell them. They'd be laughing so hard that I became a visit to them, right? So they look for your scurve, man. We love you, man. Tell us about New York. I'll, I'll tell you about some of those little stories another time. But the third unit that we had was uh, what, 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 protective custody, they called it. Basically, it was the pedophiles. The pedophiles. And when you see the pedophiles, okay, we had, it had to be, okay, in each of the pods, it was 20 cells. 10 on the top tier, 10 on the bottom tier. With the general population in South Housing was the same, the huge 15th largest jail in the country, which sounds like 15th largest. That's pretty big because you get a lot of jails in the country, right? With the pedophiles, it was the same thing. But the pedophile area was always overpopulated because there were only two men that can go in the cell, two bunks, a toilet, and a sink. When food is fed, chow is fed, you come out and we feed you through the bean hole or let you sit out in the day room. And I'm going to tell you something about pedophiles that I have talked to, I've had to interact with, I've had to speak to, the ones that are locked up. In their mind, they feel as though they are innocent. They're innocent and they're very convincing. See, we look at pedophiles, we think of this big, strong, you know, determined person who's super sneaky. Let me tell you something, and I'm not trying to insult your better judgment, but I've known lots of legit pedophiles. Now, there's a small slice of them who have been proven to be innocent because we followed their cases, and it didn't always make the news. But you got the actual information on the case. We see them coming back from the case. And they're like, listen, I'm proven not guilty. And some of them may have been guilty. A good lawyer will take care of a lot of things if you're a wealthy guy and you did something wrong and you pay enough money. And that lawyer knows um, the DA and, and then the judge. And they've been golfing together, went to school together. They might give each other's breaks. I'll let you slide on this one. We don't give a damn if he's innocent or not. 
give that extra envelope. Trust me, it goes a long way. American justice with three Ks. They don't care. But there have been some that have been exonerated, a small percentage. I couldn't tell you whether it's 15 or 20 or 7% that maybe it was a stepfather. I'm just making stuff up. It could be anything who had to discipline a fast, hot in the butt daughter and keep her from going out because she was on her way to a pregnancy that she couldn't handle. And the real mother proved it. Like, listen, you staying inside with whatever. Maybe the daughter didn't have a father figure around and didn't like to be cramped like this. And guess what? Lots of times to get back at that stepfather, they'll go to the police. I've seen it a lot. And lots of times it has been legit. They go to the police and say, listen, my stepfather, or a teacher, my stepfather's been touching me. You know, and they won't say, like, maybe it's intercourse. You know what I mean? They're shrewd. A lot of these little, I'll say nasty, evil behind girls. I'm not saying all girls are like that. But the ones who lie and you get locked up, and even when you're exonerated and, and, and proven innocent, the stigma is still over your head because you know we got some of these gossiping ass Negroes. Well, you know, I, I think he did it. Why you think he, he did it, Sam? Well, he, he looked like he did it. There's a lot of things that people will say. When I'm deep in thought, I look angry. People have told me, Lance, I heard your show, man. I knew you for years on that job, right? But I didn't know you was cool like that, man. Yo, you look like you want to beat somebody down because I'm a deep thinker. Look how big my head is. I got a lot of gigabytes up in that, terabytes up in that head. I got a lot to think about. You see what I mean? You can't judge a book by its cover. But I'm going to tell you, with those pedophiles that I've known in the jail, while I was working there, I'm not saying in the jail like I was locked up. Let's get that straight. If you don't know me, I was a correction officer for a couple of years, right? Those guys have the game down to, to a science. And what do I mean the game? The game of getting your trust as an adult and as a child because these men who are locked up all look meek and trustworthy and very polite. The body language is just, so you can't judge a book by its cover because this was a cover of deception. And this is what these guys use and they have patience and they appear to be so decent because they want to get near your child. So it makes me wonder in America, how many daycare centers have pedophiles that have not been caught. Because when you have these thoughts in your head, there's no background check on a federal level, on a state level that can check the condition of a man or a woman's heart. There was a guy, he was in his late 80s. Now I'll tell you, you keep doing something, a mark will be on you. Come on now. Have you seen... I'm not being funny to any pop part of the population. We're just being real tonight. Have you seen an old homosexual man? <laughs> you can't hide it. Just something about him. You just know. At the commercial years ago, one look and you know, one look and you know. 
you see two old lesbians all dried up. You know, I mean, that, that thing will leave a mark on you. You see what I mean? And so there was this old pedophile. He'd been locked up for like since, how can I say it? I think it was back in the 1950s. This guy had a record and he was known for this. But it was like there was a little time between when he would do the next victim and get caught. He was probably just always doing it and then got caught. But when I saw his mugshot, I was like, oh, my, this guy, he was twisted, gnarled, demonic, twisted. Yo, I don't care if he was a nice guy. You ain't coming in, my kid, man. You just, I'm sorry. We ain't taking that chance. You stay over there, man. Stay over there. Don't be taking no pictures of my kids. Don't even try to find out on Facebook or whatever. You ain't going to know that because you're going to meet your maker who don't want to even see you again because of the way you carried yourself and the things that you did. You saw it on him. See, we can't. Here's another thing, y'all. We can't go against our first mind. When you have that gut feeling, even if you're wrong, it's best to be wrong. You got to protect the babies. You got to protect the children. You are all they have. And also, even if it's not your children and you see something that's not right, you got to call it out. You got to call it out. If you see a, a black van parked somewhere, dark tinted windows, and some kid gets snatched in there, what you going to do? You need to do the right thing. You will be protected. And whatever you do to whoever's doing that, you're going to be all right. We have to police not only our neighborhoods anymore. We have to police our homes. We got to look and see who our next door neighbor is. Why is he always peeking out the window? Why is he always on the back porch looking over here? What are you looking for? Do something with yourself. But this is why. As I build my home in the mountains of West Africa, I'm going to have walls so high that you cannot see a window on any house around me. I don't play that. We're going to layer that bad boy. We're going to have all kind of uh, 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 night vision goggles. We're going to have all kind of infrared beams. And if you walk past it and get over that bad boy, and we ain't going to have no sign talking about beware of dog. I'm going to put up a sign, beware of Lance. Because you'd rather a pit bull tear you up than me with my bare hands to get on you because I ain't got no problem with driving a screwdriver all the way to the back of your head. I ain't got no problem with taking your dick and cutting it off. See, I don't, the only dick I touch is mine, right? But in this case, I'm grabbing some dick and we're going to have a knife and we're going to throw it to the dogs. We have to have a vicious mentality toward these people because, see, they just think they can play us like this to get to our children and ruin them that way. See, when you think things, it comes out in your spirit. I've told women this. I've told men this. If you're walking down a dark street and you see two or three people coming towards you, you got to think the most vicious things in your mind and mean it, and they can pick up on that bad boy. I had a dog walk behind me barking. I'm like, mm-hmm, come a little closer. I'm going to kick that nose off. And I love dogs. I love people. 
But if you have the wrong spirit in you and you got evil inside of you in a twisted way, I'm going to be your worst nightmare. I'm the police now, buddy. I'm not going to sit here and take pictures of things and say, well, let me go. to No, 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 no. We call an ambulance and we're going to call the police and I'll do a few days on lockdown until they find out the truth. It ain't like I'm scared of jail. I had my best moments in jail. I drew my best artwork in jail, told the best jokes. I'm not scared of that place. You see, so we got to have that mentality. We, we got to look at things. And when we have that first thought, that first mind, we can't reject it. Oh, no, it could not be that. Oh, hell yeah, it could be. This is why I don't get around people's kids. Not because I got that same evil problem. I don't want anybody to even think that there's a remote chance of anything like that happening. Keep your kids. I'm, I'm not like, oh, keep your kids away. If you're there and they, they be playing tag or something or whatever, we laugh, whatever, but you ain't leaving me alone with them. No way. I don't, because you have another person who, oh, that's Lance Gerv. I don't like him. You know, uh, I saw Lance Gerv touching your daughter. And, and that's a wrap. You know what I mean? So you have to know how to steer things, but keep your eyes open for things that are happening in your midst and always, and I don't mean to be walking around paranoid, but even a police officer on the beat, driving down the street, eating his lunch, he sees something, oh, pull over. This is not right. Now, some cops, they don't care. Five minutes before the shift is over, they ain't trying to do the report, no overtime, especially if it's their weekend. I understand that. But personally, I happen to know some good brothers that are retired, police officers, detectives and stuff, real Good brothers. So I'm not going to throw off on all police officers like that. See, but them pedophiles that I've got to know, not because I was interested in them. Some of them are very intelligent, very educated. And you're like, since you know all of this stuff, how could you stoop down to doing stuff? And they will all tell you, I I'm not guilty, uh, Officer Skirvin. I, I would never do this. And you find out this joke had been doing this for years to his family, the kids, next door neighbors, whatever. And when they come back into the cell and they realize they've been busted and you do your checks and you say, hey, how's everything going today, man? You know they went to, to the court that morning and it's all over the news or maybe it's not over the news, but, it, you know, CEOs, they tell stuff. Yeah, you know he went to court, man. He was found guilty. Watch him. He might flare out on you. So you better not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let, let him, you sitting here molesting kids and you mad because you got sentenced to so many years and you're going to flame up on me? I'll hit you before you even think about putting your hands on me. You know what I mean? So that guy may act depressed. Oh, scurve. Because, you know, they start, the scurve thing started really in uh, middle school, junior high school. I had a teacher named uh, Mr. Hecht. It was, what was it? H E C. H-C-T, something, something strange, whatever. He used to call me Super Scurve because I, I did uh, 1,630 sit-ups in 1978. And I got the record. It's still there in junior high school, 226 in Queens, right there on Rockway Boulevard. Maybe some people busted it. And I was going for this record for the guy named Frank Zasso. I'll never forget, a little Italian guy. And this other guy was counting for me. And I was, it took me, I didn't do it all in one. I mean, I did it all in one shot, but I slowed down because I was cramping. I was like, I'm going to get his record. I'm going to get his record. And the guy that was counting was like, man, 
you already hit this because he was counting silently. They, they had a gym teacher there also when you're going for the record. So I said, okay, I'm going to do 30 more, 50 more over the 1700 and I'm going to break that record. I stopped and got up and I was all cramped over. And it was like, I got the record that year. Super scurve, man. You, you, you got the record, but why did you stop? You could have did 70 something more. That's what you're talking about. You did 1,630 sit-ups. I'm like, yo, I wanted to go break this record. I was so mad. I didn't get a chance, second chance. It was like just that those couple of days that they allotted for that. And I, I didn't have to go into the class after that. They sent me home because like, yo, go home and rest, you know, drink plenty of fluids or whatever have you. What I'm saying is, and how did I get on that? Y'all know I'm crazy. I just ramble on sometime. But those guys, they really come off. I mean, they, they come off like preachers and, and very decent men. Those are the kind of guys most of these pedophiles come off because, like I said, the trust thing is their weapon to get in, to get your trust so they can get near your children. Oh, and then we end up saying, oh, he would never do anything. He's a nice man. He's a decent man. Look how he carries himself. They, they dress in such a decent way. And, you know, one thing, I hate to say this, right? But one, it's, I've seen these guys like outside after they got out or as they got locked up, you know, in intake and you see them coming in with their street clothes. Yo, I'm not saying this about that every man that does this is a pedophile, but the majority of the pedophiles I've seen locked up in their mugshot, why are they button their shirt all the way to the top button with no tie? Like it's like a, maybe they have like, like a little, um, with, with a little crocodile on it, whatever, little, one of the little shirts, right? They always button it up all around their neck. It gives them an honest look. It's weird, but it does. And, and the hands in the front, you know, and, and how they're low key. They're not talking aggressive. They're talking soft-spoken. The majority that I've seen and been around are like that. Now, I'm knowing some who don't fit that. And again, I'm not throwing off on you if you like to button up, but I don't do that. It just messed my head up. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to look like a potential pedophile. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> I'm not, that's a fashion statement that I refuse to do, right? I remember one time I had buttoned up my shirt because I put on a tie. And I took the tie off and forgot to unbutton the top shirt. And I saw myself in the mirror, like, ah, I had to open it. It's crazy. But they're very deceptive. They know what they want to do. They know what their mission is. I mean, hell, it's, it's bad enough uh, for us sisters here who are being harassed with men from men with their weird energies yo brothers a lot of y'all i don't even call your brothers you know brother with me I, I don't get down like that i'm straight up but i'm respectable yes growing up i was respectable with mine i wasn't no creepy dude trying to sneak up on some grown woman i'm talking about grown women now i was always a gentleman always gonna make you laugh and after a while, I'm going to say something that lets you know I'm interested in you in a decent way. And if I detect on the slightest level you may not be interested, you won't hear a peep out of me. I'm not going to harass you. I'm not going to, I've never done that. I didn't mind being harassed by the women, but I'm not going to harass a woman. You never try to take from a woman what she doesn't want to give. But it's the whole process. It wasn't like I'm trying to go straight to the valley of the pink. You know what I mean? But the process of, of getting to know each other, I would never push up. And I would still be your friend if that wasn't going on. So that wasn't the goal. 
I don't understand it. But see, remember, again, it's not about sex when you're going after these kids, these pedophiles. It's something else. And it's evil. Whatever it is, it's evil. Never forget that. It's evil. And we're going to talk about this some more. Um, but I'm going to sign off at this point. The German daycare centers that want to have masturbation rooms for their youngest kindergartens on up. Ain't that something? And they do this stuff. And like I said, the LGBTQ community, it may not, look, there's a lot of them that hate that, okay? They, they don't like the molestation thing. They don't like the pedophile thing. But it makes it easier when a group like that, and you do within that community, have that. So just because they claim to just be same gender loving or the same sex, whatever, just like with heterosexuals, you have a percentage of them that like that. It's got to be. Just like you have it in every race and culture and age group and, and wealth status. You could be dirt poor in the back roads of Mississippi. You could be rich in the highest condo, look overlooking the city. It's everywhere. That spirit is everywhere. And it's evil. Spiritual being spiritual does not mean that it's always good. It's an awareness. And you can use your awareness for something that's not right. And get into somebody's head and manipulate whole families and get in just because of your appearance and how you come off. Beware of the people around you. If something looks wrong, don't enable it. Don't ignore it. Because you'll probably regret this for the rest of your life. Anyway, I'm going to sign off right now. I said I was going to do it for 15 minutes. We're at an hour and 21 minutes, and I probably can go on for six more hours. <laughs> but I'm going to break it down. Just wanted to leave you with that. I didn't have a chance to go into the chat room. I just want to focus on what I was saying. So if I didn't answer you, if you said hello, don't take it that way, because this is a sub subject I want to focus on, and I will be doing a lot of these. So please leave your comments. Also, when I put this up on landscurve.com, also make the comments there if you can do so, right? And um, just know that I love you all. I'm here. We're going to put in the work. I don't care if YouTube makes this have negative 250 hits. It's not about hit, hits. I speak from the heart, and I speak on what's real. And, and that's, that's all I can do, right? I mean, they pretty got, much got me shadow banned, but you know what? That, that doesn't matter. This is a life's work. This is from my heart. This is the way I talk, even if it was no YouTube at all. My friends, we laugh and we talk and we're talking on some serious things. This is what I do. I'm built for this, and this is what I do. Thank you so much. Please share if you can. Leave a comment, a thumbs up. That'll help with the shadow band algorithms. <laughs> Throw me a life jacket that way. I appreciate you all. And we're going to be doing a whole lot of content tomorrow. Have, I am going to interview tomorrow. He's going to break some things down. Positively, Angela's going to be on tomorrow. And of course, I'm going to wake up on a mission because, see, I had so much going on in my world, you know, settling in that it was hot. Like even earlier today, I had to get up and do something. I had to go. I didn't want to leave the house. As soon as I left the house, walked up the road, psh, here come the rainstorm. One of the worst ones that we had in this part of West Africa. But anyway, I'm going to let you all go. YouTube is bigger than me. There's other things to look at, but I'm just so glad that you held on and you're here and you enjoyed the time. And maybe I gave you something that you can 
ponder and think about, you know, because none of us are dummies, but we all have experiences and unique perspectives. I will check the chat room as, after it's over. And I didn't mean to isolate anybody, but I had to focus on this and bring it the right way. All right. Much love to you all. Lance Curve out. I'll see you tomorrow on the next one. Hey, this is Oscar Gloria. You're listening to the Lance Herb Show. For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble. Because it's a war on the real, baby. Look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby. Look out. Because it's a war on the real, baby. Look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby. Look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out 